Welcome to the podcast, all about the real deal on YouTube. I'm Kim, and this is Anyone Can Make Money on YouTube, where I tell you how I made $90,000 in my first year. That's right. It's kind of crazy, but it's real. Welcome back to my podcast, Anyone Can Make Money on YouTube. I'm Kim, and I believe today's podcast is what you have all been waiting for. How in the world did I make $90,000 on YouTube in my first year? Am I crazy clever? Did I just get lucky, or was it all a grind? It's apparent that most people and even current YouTubers do not understand how they make money on YouTube or further the possible ways to leverage their platform before they are even accepted into the YouTube partnership program. That's correct, my lovely friends. I was making money during the fall of 2018 before I could even run ads. Here's a huge disclaimer. Obviously, everyone's experiences on YouTube can be vastly different and it's all based on audience and content. So please keep in mind This is an examination of my experience on YouTube and everyone's will vary. In fact, I actually have no idea on how I compare to other channels of my same size. Maybe they make a lot more than me. I've looked at Social Blade, but it's a range based on average CPMs because CPM varies from channel to channel based on content and niche. It's tough to gain an accurate picture for a channel. It's more of a general idea. We will dig into CPM in a bit. Just keep in mind, there are a ton of variables that cause ad revenue. Quick personal plug, if you are enjoying this podcast, please leave some review stars. Five stars are always nice and a kind review goes so far in helping this podcast be found by others who are interested in what I am sharing. So thank you. I appreciate you taking your time. Last week when this podcast launched, it made me feel so good that you guys showed up and I saw those beautiful reviews and I felt humbled by them. So thank you for your graciousness. Also, my channel, social media handles and all the equipment I use on YouTube and this podcast are linked in the description of this podcast and over on my website, www.naturalchaos.com. Remember, chaos is spelled K-A-O-S. In this podcast, there is so much to cover and I want to do a thorough job in explaining how to make money on YouTube. So I've broken this episode into three chapters. This will help keep me organized and help you anticipate what I plan to share. First, we will talk about the different ways to monetize. Second, we will cover the dreaded CPM concept which always seems to be a bit baffling. And third, we will go over my ad revenue from 2019. Further, if you want to see a video of me showing the financial breakdown and growth of my 2019 year, you can find that video linked below. That video just premiered. Everybody was so good to me. So thank you so much. So if you're listening to this, that video will help because you'll be able to see the graphs and charts and I'm a visual learner, so I like to hear things, but then I also need to see it. Before we jump into the goods, we need to pay the bills. So let's give some time to our kind sponsors. Let's talk about ways to monetize on YouTube. If you don't know the word monetization, it simply means making money off of something you've created. YouTube is your creative platform. How are you going to make money from it so you can continue creating value for others? So many people have no idea how lucrative a YouTube channel can be. They either believe that YouTube is not a legitimate business or they realize people make money on YouTube, but honestly have no idea how or how much. Frankly, I'm not sure why YouTube creators don't reveal the money they make. Perhaps they think people won't watch them if they find out they are being compensated by ad revenue or sponsorships. But even this is illogical because if you are giving value and it's free to the user, then why would the user be upset? I'm a user too. And when someone serves me with good content, I'm not upset to watch the ad that I know allows them to create good content. Instead, all of us should be grateful our needs are being met for free and love these creators even more. It's actually why I think YouTube is the perfect system. These are the eight ways to make money on YouTube. One, 
Google AdSense. These are the ads that run during videos and you need to qualify for this program. Two, affiliate links. Amazon being the most lucrative for me, but basically every company has an affiliate system these days. Three, sponsored videos. This is when a brand pays a creator to make a video or to use a product showcasing it to their audience. Four, merchandise, or as my boys like to call it, merch. This is where you sell product like t-shirts and water bottles branded with your channel's logo. Five, selling your own product or service. Many YouTubers, especially in the entrepreneurial space, will have online courses they sell or eBooks. Remember, these are the things I tell you not to buy. Lots of these same types of channels will offer their services like coaching or a certain expertise. Again, I don't believe in paying for their services. I just like to figure everything out myself. The internet is just full of answers and it's all free. Plus, you learn so much when you hunt. Six, when you are live streaming or doing premieres for a new video, fans can give you money with super chat and super stickers. Seven, Many creators do Patreon. It's a site that collects money one time or on an ongoing basis and gives it to the creator. Many fans like supporting their favorite creator with $5 per month as an example. And this usually gives them access to a special forum or contact with the creator. Eight, channel memberships are similar to Patreon, but this money is paid out from YouTube. Again, like Patreon, channel memberships are a monthly fee that gives subscribers extra perks. These are perks that you as the creator make and deliver on. I actually only utilize the first two ways to monetize my channel so far, Google AdSense and affiliate links. Sponsorships. During this past year, I have been approached to do sponsored content. And although I am not totally opposed to the idea, I have to be careful because my channel is about beauty and travel, so it has to be the right fit. Plus, I care too much about my audience to do sponsored videos that I don't believe in. Thus, I may do some sponsorships in the future, but so far I have not done any. Merch. My boys would love for me to create some merch, but I've not taken the time to set that up either. There are sites like Teespring that make it super easy. They, of course, take a good portion of the sale, but as a focused, busy creator, it simplifies the situation. You never need to stock or ship anything. During 2020, I plan to create some cool merch, but I don't perceive it being a huge revenue source. I'll let you know in future series if it is. Your own product. As you may remember, I have created and sold my own products in the past with Freckle Baby. Selling my own stuff is not something I I enjoy any longer, but I understand why many YouTubers do it. And I think if you are selling digital downloads like ebooks, diet plans, self-help organizers, etc., this could be a good revenue stream. By the way, I offer my subscribers on YouTube and on this podcast a 40% off coupon for whatever I have left at Freckle Baby. I'm just trying to move it. So it's like 40% off crazy markdowns even. It's going to be like a dollar. That's www.frecklebaby.com. Use chaos40, so K-A-O-S 40 at checkout and get an extra 40% off. That was just a little plug for myself. Okay, live streaming and premieres. Every video I upload, I launch as a premiere. I think this helps drive it in the algorithm. It creates community because a bunch of friends are online with me at the same time and we can chat as we watch my latest video. And although I do have super chat enabled, I have never received any money from people while we are online together. So I don't know how viable this revenue stream is. I also noticed that YouTube takes half of what a fan sends. So if they send you a $2 sticker, you actually only receive a dollar. Thus, this system doesn't seem 
seem like a great way to make money. I think it may work better in the gaming genre, but I'm not 100% sure on who makes a lot of money with Super Chat and Super Stickers. If you are huge, like 10 million subscribers, and you do a premiere and 100,000 fans are on with you, the Super Chat and Super Stickers may be more valuable because if a fan wants to connect with you, them sending you a $20 sticker may be the only way they will see you and connect. Again, these are big boy YouTube issues, not small creator ones. Patreon and channel membership. I'm on the fence about how I feel and view Patreon and channel memberships. I actually do pay one podcaster a monthly Patreon fee, and that's because I wanted to be in his Discord channel all about growing your YouTube. And so I think there was value for me initially with that group. I pay $5 a month for access to this group, but lately I rarely have time for it. I guess it's nice knowing I could go there for support if I needed it. Plus, he did have me on his podcast the day I hit 20,000 subscribers. Thus, I feel connected to him and most likely will continue to support him in 2020. His podcast is YouTube Creators Hub, and it really helped me in the beginning. Perhaps Dusty Porter will hear this podcast. If so, hi, Dusty. Thank you for all of your insight and everything you have taught me on your podcast and on your YouTube channel. I ran through these options with you because I wanted you to know what existed, even if I am not personally taking advantage of every way to monetize. With that said, I believe outside of brand sponsorships, I have focused on the most lucrative ways to make money on YouTube, which in my opinion is Google AdSense and affiliate links. Sponsorships are probably the most lucrative way to make money on YouTube, but if you are starting your channel, no one is going to sponsor you because you do not have an audience. If you are interested in more info on Super Chat, merchandise, and channel memberships, YouTube has a site called creatoracademy.youtube.com where they explain further. Keep in mind, to enable these options, you need to meet different criteria. Podcasts would not be the same without sponsors. My mini-series, Anyone Can Make Money on YouTube, is sponsored by Jifu. If any of you have watched my YouTube channel, Natural Chaos, you know I travel a ton with my family. Until last year, I thought I knew how to find deals online. Now I know I've been overpaying. Jifu has a unique travel portal that gives you access to wholesale deals on hotels, condos, flights, cars, cruises, and all types of activities. Like Netflix, it's membership-based. Book as much as you want anywhere in the world. The site features a seven-day money-back guarantee, cancel anytime, and 110% booking price match. I've used this booking engine every month for the past year, so I can personally speak to the real savings worldwide. If you are a business traveler, you will love the perks. Book with your AMX, collect Jifu travel reward credits, and when you check in, get your flight miles and hotel points. This is how I triple stack my points and travel more. The link to join is in the show notes. Stop overpaying for travel and enjoy more experiences this year. Okay, let's dive into AdSense revenue. What is CPM and how does it relate and why does it vary? In order to understand YouTube and ad revenue, we have to understand CPM. You may have heard this term everywhere, but what does it mean and why does this rate have incredible fluctuations? CPM stands for clicks per mil, mil being the Latin term for a thousand, and on YouTube, it's actually views, not clicks. So CPM in general for YouTube is a bit confusing. Basically, if you are accepted into the YouTube partner program, Google Ads starts running ads on your video. For every thousand monetized views you receive, you are paid a certain rate. This money fluctuates based on time of year, type of video, and the audience that watches your channel. You may have heard stories of YouTubers getting a million views on a video, but only making $100. This is because of many factors. 
but I will try my best to break this apart. First, just because your video receives a million views does not mean that the ad or the ads that were placed on that video were watched. Also, a million views coming from Pakistan are different than a million views coming from Australia. These countries have different buying power and therefore advertisers pay more for Australian views than they do for Pakistan views. To understand this further, I am opening up my YouTube analytics to give you insight into how CPM works on YouTube. I am looking at the lifetime of my channel under views, which is 5,100,000, which are all the views across my channel, meaning this is the view count that all my videos together have created. Then under estimated monetized playbacks, it says 4,182,000. This is the number of ads that people actually watch. And this number is created by the number of ads that are placed on my videos. Keep in mind, some videos have more ads in them than others based on how long the video is. So some videos may have three ads and others might only have one. And then of the viewers who watch my videos, some may choose to skip the ad. If you are one of those people who skips ads, I don't blame you. In fact, I've done it myself. But please keep in mind, if you value that creator, they do not receive anything when you skip an ad. So basically across my 5 million views, I probably have 12 million ads and only 4 million were watched, which is roughly 30%, which I believe is accurate for YouTube. No one is going to have 100% of their ads watched. Now let's look at my channel's average CPM. This is an average of all my videos together. That's correct. No two videos have the same CPM. Some videos in my catalog have a CPM of $6.50, whereas others have a CPM of $15. And actually, because of prepping for this podcast and digging deep into my analytics, I found a video that has a CPM of over $32, my highest CPM by far. My channel's current average is $9.83. I'm rounding this to 10 to help us with the math. All right. Here we go. We are doing math, not my strongest subject, and you are listening to this, so I hope you have a good imagination. Also, I am rounding to help us all. Let's take my 4 million monetized playbacks and divide it by 1,000. This equals 4,000. 4,000 multiplied by my average CPM of $10 equals $40,000. YouTube takes 45%. I, as the creator, keep 55%. So after YouTube takes their cut, I receive $22,000 of the 40,000 that my channel made in ad revenue. I know you were thinking, wait, you only made $22,000 from YouTube ads? I thought you made 90,000. You are right. I did make 90,000 this year from my YouTube channel, but YouTube ad revenue only equated for 24% of this figure. Also, keep in mind for a young channel like mine with not many subscribers, clearing 22,000 is a huge accomplishment. I found an article online entitled Why Success on YouTube Still Means a Life of Poverty. The article said that 96% of all of those trying to become YouTubers won't make enough money off of the advertising to crack the U.S. poverty line. According to an analysis by by Matthias Bartol, a professor at Offenburg University, breaking into the top 3% of most viewed channels could bring in advertising revenue of about 16800 a year. That's a bit more than the U.S. federal poverty line of $12,140. This article actually made me feel pretty accomplished because my channel was in the top 3% of revenue earning channels across all of YouTube, not just for its first year. The online consensus seems to be that YouTubers earn between $35 
five cents to $5 per 1000 views. This is true because on my channel, my CPM average is $10 and I really get half of this, meaning on average, I earn $5 per 1000 views. I guess I really get 55% of this. So I earn $5.50 for every 1000 views. I am on the highest end of the CPM range because of my audience, their age and where they reside. 42% of my audience comes from the USA. 8% comes from the UK, 5% from Canada, 4% from Germany, and 3% from Australia. This means that 62% of my audience comes from the wealthiest countries in the world. Advertisers pay more to be in front of these countries who have great buying power. If your channel is getting all of its views from India, Brazil, Liberia, Kazakhstan, your CPM will be extremely low because advertisers don't want to spend money advertising to those countries since they know the return on investment is extremely low. The age of my audience also is a key factor. 70% of the people who watch my channel are between the ages of 25 and 54. This person is an online shopper and can afford to buy the things when ads pop up. This makes advertisers very happy. If my channel was full of 15 year old teenagers, Advertisers would not be interested in spending money because they know that the 15-year-old does not have the same buying power, whereas the 37-year-old who lives in the U.S. or the U.K. watching channel can. This reminds me of something else I wanted to share. Last February, I thought maybe I could make my channel grow quicker if I ran Google Ads to promote some of my videos. Not necessarily a bad idea, but I didn't know anything about Google Ads, so I outsourced this to a Google Ads specialist who I found on Upwork. We set a budget and he went to work getting me more views. After two weeks, I noticed I was getting a lot of comments from Indian men. I contacted my Google ad specialist and said, why am I getting so much traffic from India? He responded that he was targeting my ads towards India since they have a huge population who watches videos. I then explained to him that this is actually defeating the purpose of growing a lucrative channel. India is not my target audience. Yes, they will watch my videos, but India has a CPM right now of $1.27. I do not want to build an audience there because viewership from India will not yield profitable results. After this experience, I stopped Google ads. I share this with you just in case someone offers to get you a ton of views and traffic to your channel. Pay attention to where those views are coming from if you want a higher CPM. Since we are talking about CPMs, a perfect parallel is this podcast. I add sponsors to this podcast. This way you get value from my content and they get advertising and I get compensated for sharing. Everyone benefits and you are not charged anything for this exchange. The CPM or cost per thousand listens seems to be higher on podcasts than on YouTube, apparently in the 30 to $45 range. I will let you know in the future how this adds up as the podcast gets going and I get more sponsors. Here is my AdSense breakdown for January 2019 to December 2019. Starting at the beginning of 2019 in January, I earned $484. In February, I earned $468. I would have earned more that January, but remember, February only has 28 days, whereas January has 31. So my per day average for February was $17, whereas January's per day average was 15. In March, I earned $676 and the daily average was $22. In April, I earned $721 and the daily average was $24. In May, my ad earnings doubled. They doubled you guys from April. It was $721. And then all of a sudden in May, I made $1,580, which is a crazy daily average of $51. Like I, w- I couldn't even believe it. When I hit $51 per day, I thought I had made it. I was so excited. I uploaded 14 videos that month and I had 15,700 subscribers. Remember when I hit my first thousand subscribers in December, five months later with continued focus, video making, uploading, and 
engaging with everyone who left me comments, I had grown my factor by 15. Something weird also happened in the spring of 2019. For any of you who are into the beauty YouTube genre, you might be familiar with Toddy Westbrook and James Charles. Well, they started fighting. I don't really pay attention to all of this, but it ended up affecting me and it was kind of awesome. Their fight ended up making me money. It wasn't me making a commentary video on them. In fact, I didn't do anything. In January of 2019, I released a video reviewing Toddy Westbrook's vitamins, Halo Beauty. I took them for 30 days. I did before and afters and gave my thoughts. A pretty basic review. I chose these vitamins over others to review because first, I really liked Toddy on YouTube, but more than that, she is very searchable. So making a video reviewing her vitamins could be a very sought out video. On January 7th, my Toddy Westbrook Halo video launched. In its first 30 days, it only received 3,400 views. So for my still very small channel, it was very searchable, but it wasn't catching a ton of interest. Then around April and May, Toddy and James started talking publicly about their friendship. On May 10th, my Halo video had 56,000 views. So it was growing because of search and tags, but because of their online tangle, all of a sudden my video shot up overnight. Between May 10th and May 20th, my video went from 56,000 views to over 230,000 views. Due to their fight that month, my four-month-old video was given new life. I gained 700 new subscribers from this video alone in May and made $350. For the year of 29, this video made $510 and 350 of that was made in May. Thank you, Toddy and James. I feel bad that I actually benefited from their fight because I think that it was really hard on them. I took this side tangent to explain this phenomenon because if you set out to make videos on YouTube with the goal of making money, always think about its search factor. It may not do very well when you launch it, but it may start to track in the future when something or someone starts trending and your video relates. In June, I made $1,521 with a daily average of 51. In July, I made $1,514 with a daily average of $48. I started to get a bit nervous because in May, I had made $1,580. And now in the summer, I am regressing. I assume others are traveling like me and are not watching as much YouTube. I also realized that although I'm still posting videos three times per week, my videos during the summer are mostly me traveling with my kids because we spent a month in Europe. It's apparent to me that on my channel, people don't watch my travel videos nearly as much as they watch my skincare videos, and this affects ad revenue. But traveling and documenting our experiences is a passion for me, and I always make my travel videos on topics that are searchable. Okay, so I'm getting nervous that maybe $1,500 a month on YouTube and AdSense is the best I can ever hope for. This is not necessarily bad, because $1,500 per month equates to $18,000 per year, which is great because with AdSense alone, I'm in the top 3% of channels earning on YouTube and I'm above the U.S. poverty line. These are all good things. Then August happens and I make $1,610, which is $52 per day. Finally, it's picking up again and we are back from traveling. So now I can get back to work making more skincare videos, the profitable ones. So really quick, please make my day by leaving a kind review. It's the only way I can improve and your feedback is so appreciated. And I just love reading your comments. What happens next still blows my mind. In September, I earned $2,600 from AdSense, which is $84 per day. Honestly, I couldn't believe it. Is this what everyone's talking about? Have the advertisers come to spend money? Mind you, I ended September with 32,000 subscribers. So I'm still a very small YouTuber in the scheme of things. October completes at $2,922 with a daily average of 94. I remember this because I was so close to breaking that $3,000 mark. So my goal was to get over that hump in November. 
summer. Again, I hope this is not coming off like I think $1,500 or $2,900 is not a lot of money. It is. And I am grateful for this amazing business model I've been able to now call my job. I get to be creative on topics I love. I am my own boss and I actually make money that benefits my family and allows me to put more money into my content creation. I work crazy hours for this. In fact, my husband just told me he thinks I work about 90 hours per week. So I hope my grind does pay off because I would like to be able to eventually hire some aspects of my workout so the burden isn't so insane and that I don't burn myself out. It's November. Do any of you have any idea what I made? I'm just over 40,000 subscribers. And if you have an idea, leave it in the comment. I would love to know what you think I cleared. I know the suspense is killing you. And to answer my own question, because I doubt anybody's going to leave an answer down below. Yes, I did cross the $3,000 mark. In fact, I could never have anticipated my November with AdSense. I made $4,560, which is $147 per day. It was so rewarding to see the crazy hard work pay off like this. I felt so blessed. I also had my largest subscriber gain in November with 10,000 new subscribers. New friends found me and decided to subscribe. And it was just, it was so honoring. December wrapped up the year with $4,050, which is $130 per day. I actually thought there might be a slip in December because when people are busy, they can't watch as much YouTube as they normally would. And people are most likely skipping more ads because they are in a hurry. But in the end, I had an incredible first year with Google AdSense, totaling at $22,707. This is a monthly average of $1,892 or a weekly sum of $4,000. 473. I do think my time and effort are worth more than this, but remember AdSense is just one aspect of my income pie. I mentioned earlier that the time of year affects ad revenue. Watching my first year, these timeframes are more apparent. The year is broken into quarters and because Christmas and holiday shopping is in fourth quarter, which is October, November, and December, it's the most lucrative time of the year. Advertisers pay more for ads and bid higher to be seen. Consequently, like all of us, they cut back in the first quarter on spending. So January, February, and March will be some of the lowest revenueing months. Then April, May, and June will start to pick up, followed by July, August, and September. And then finally, October, November, and December will be back with their larger payout. The most drastic jumps in money I witnessed were between April to May, August to September, and October to November. Now that I am in, oh my gosh, Kim, come on. Now that I am in 2020, I will be able to compare year one to my future year two and see what ad and growth patterns I notice. I currently have 57,000 subscribers during the first week in January. 2020. And I can already tell you I am averaging $148 per day, much better than the previous January of $15 per day. So even though the ad buy is lower for January, I'm much bigger this year. So I anticipate 2020 being a very good year. Fingers crossed. I will just continue doing what I find works, making quality content 12 to 15 times per month, watching for new controversial and interesting skincare to share, and of course, taking all of my subscribers on my world trips. In fact, I leave for Korea at the end of January. This will be an incredible series of videos because I know my subscribers love Korean beauty products and procedures, and I will be taking them with me to get these procedures done. So I am insanely excited for this trip. And the only way I can afford it is because of my YouTube channel. Phew, this was a lot of numbers. We are going to conclude for this week and pick up next time with how I made the other 67,000 with affiliate marketing. You guys, this might be the most important 
episode for you because if you're small and you're not monetized yet on YouTube, then all the affiliate marketing that I did, you do not need to qualify for. And I'm going to show you how I did it and tell you all about it. So I think that you will really enjoy that video. So please leave a kind review. I promise you will make my day and I will see you in the next episode, Affiliate Money. 